We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast. We have a guest today. Hey, it's me. (laughs) You know who I am. (laughs) No, it's me, Elizabeth Many. All my friends at home home are like, who is that? (laughs) Everyone's on Dre like, God, why do you let her on this podcast? (laughs) Get her off of here. (laughs) All right, anyway, hello. We're here today. We've been talking about doing a podcast for so long. True. Longtime fan of the podcast. Um, honestly, day one. Like, there's day ones, and then there's day ones. And I'm a day one. Day one. Day one. Today we've decided, well, okay, we first decided on talking about, like, energy vampires and energy suckers. But I think after kind of talking a little bit, we're just going to talk about hippy-dippy hippy shit. Hippy-dippy shit. <laughs> hippy dippy shit. Hippy dippy shit. Um, because we both did just, like different little research and we're just ready to talk we're ready to go yeah whenever I have too much free time like over winter break and stuff I get really invested in hippy dippy shit yeah I don't know why I I was telling Madison am I watching a lot of tarot card <laughs> readings recently or you have to pick a stone of the tarot card which aligns with your life and it tells you about your life have yeah. they been helping you or anything? I mean, or are they I just don't interesting? Know. It's my prediction for 2020. All of like last semester. Have you ever listened to those things like when you go to sleep that are supposed to go into your subconscious? Oh my God, no. Yeah, there's a bunch of YouTube videos. Um, and I'll use them sometimes like if I need to go to sleep. They're called sleep hypnosis videos. Okay. And so you listen to them and they just sort of talk you down into sleep. But then if you pick certain ones, they'll be like slip, slip, slip. Sleep <laughs> hypnosis for um, self-confidence oh. or um, manifesting something that you want or something like that. And so while you're sleeping. It's just like. Yeah, it's like repeating these things to you. That's like you are confident. You are whatever. You will get this, whatever. And sometimes you'll wake up and you're like, okay. Oh, it, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like this like um, smoking tapes that they used to do. Like, I don't know about that. Okay, about well, that. it's like for people who wanted to quit smoking, it was like in the 90s oh, a really okay, big yeah. thing to like listen to these tapes while mm-hmm. you fell asleep and it would like help you stop smoking. Mm-hmm. But that's cool, except I feel like I'd wake up in the middle of the night and be really creeped out. <laughs> that someone's just like whispering it. to Yeah, because I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes like, I'll wake up, like if I'm listening to one, 
um i'll wake up and like it'll have been over like mm-hmm. there's some that go on all night long and there's some that are just like an hour mm-hmm. so i don't have to turn my phone off yeah um but you're also not supposed to sleep with your phone by your head because of the radiation, radiation. um so get some headphones but <laughs> not bluetooth ones because those have radiation too so so basically what do you you're want? fucked what do you want <laughs> self-confidence or brain damage <laughs> like pick one you have to choose. <laughs> can be the title. <laughs> you have self-confidence choose. or brain damage. Yeah. Everyone choose your own click, adventure. <laughs> Reinventing choose your own adventure. 2020, new podcast, new year, new podcast. This is now a choose your own adventure. Choose your podcast. own adventure. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so basically, we're just going to talk about, I mean, obviously, about <laughs> choose your own adventures, anything we want to talk about. Um, but specifically, we're going to start out with talking about energy suckers. So energy vampires, energy as vampires. they're also called, which yes. is a lot scarier. It is a lot scarier. But, um, you know, we all have our different energies and different vibrations, whatever you want to call it, attitudes, whatever it may be. Um, but like, you know, just going throughout the day, we kind of choose the different attitudes we're going to have about the day. Like, are we going to be positive today? Are we going to be sad? Are we going to be tired? You know, although you may not think you're making, like, a conscious decision about that kind of stuff, it is kind of your choice. Like, Mm -hmm. something bad happens to you, you can kind of let it affect you or not. But these are our different energies that we kind of put out. So if you're overflowing with happiness and all that, some days you're struggling and can't really get out of bed or anything like that, or there's those people that come into your life when you're really happy and they just can ruin everything. <laughs> they just <laughs> ASMR. I wish Energy you guys vampires. Could see the visual that's happening. <laughs> it's not what you think. But anyway, there are these people that come by and as soon as you're done talking with them, you're like, wait, why yeah. do I feel like shit about myself yeah. now? And it may not even be like they're presenting a problem like to you or that directly affects you. It can be like literally them just talking about their own lives and you being, and when you walk away, you're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I have a headache. That yeah. hurts. You don't even have to know them that well. Sometimes yeah. they're just strangers. Yeah. Like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally suck. <laughs> I think the biggest thing I was talking with Elizabeth about earlier is like working at Chili's at just a restaurant job in general or any job where you're like, interacting with a bunch of people because mm-hmm. you're gonna have those people that like you're gonna have those tables that suck and that are so rude and nothing's going right and you just go up to greet them and they cut you off you don't even get to say your name to them mm-hmm. and you just know it's gonna be like a bad table and they just yeah. leave that like horrible taste in your mouth yeah. so those are what energy suckers or vampires are yeah and it can even be in smaller ways like just sort of the way that someone acts that can bring a whole group down like I'm student teaching right now and my teacher was talking to me today about how sometimes there are certain people when they aren't in the class it's like a completely different class like the one person affects all 30 of them because for a myriad of different reasons um it doesn't necessarily have to be just their energy maybe their behavior or whatever but it's crazy how much one person has the ability to just bring everybody down yeah like those people that answer all the questions and then the one day and like help interact, interact, spark a conversation is yeah. what I was saying. And then they're gone and it's like, 
no one wants to talk <laughs> and no one has anything to say yeah. about anything. People can bring the energy up too. Like they could be people like that. Energy givers. Energy givers. Yeah. I like to think of myself givers, as an energy bro. giver. But a specific definition that I have, and this is from mindfulentrepreneurship.com, but it's a person who walks around the world looking for opportunities to unload their problems, issues, and unsolicited advice on any poor soul who often unwillingly offers them an opportunity to do so. But often these people are like people closest to us because, I mean, they're already past that like emotional space. So they mm-hmm. can easily affect your, yeah, how you interact with things more. And this can even be like, if you're like going out and you're not really feeling it, but then your friends are all like, okay, let's no, like, let's go. Let's have fun time. Like let's, you know, whatever, forget about Mm-hmm. Her worries mm-hmm. that can like increase your mood. Hotter, yeah, am I right, ladies? Sorry, guys. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I feel like I've noticed it. I notice it with big groups of people, but a lot with friends as well. Like it's just when certain people are in bad moods and they're your very good friends, you can almost instantly tell when they walk in the room you're like oh this is gonna be a bad time yeah isn't gonna be great um or even like I have friends back home that'll text me and they won't necessarily be negative at all but like something bad will have happened to them and I'll be like oh shit and I'll just like sit there for a second and I'll be like oh man like just really like yeah really upset yeah and I guess that kind of goes into being empaths as we've spoken about um so I don't know (laughs) so (laughs) so listen so there's this thing it's kind of hippy dippy once again um but it's actually not that hippy dippy we found out but Madison (laughs) and I have both talked before about how we sort of identify as an empath um and whether you believe that's a thing or not I'm about to school you and give you some science that it's a thing she is going to be a teacher um, folks i am going to be a teacher that's why i'm so tired <laughs> um but basically there's a couple ways that this could happen psychology today um was talking about how you obviously have mirror neurons for a bunch of different things. So like when someone yawns, you start to yawn. When someone sneezes, you may sneeze. You have mirror neurons for those things. Everyone knows that. That's a common phenomenon that we experience. Um, but you also have like a specialized group of brain cells that are responsible for compassion specifically. So there are certain people who they their cells are sort of hyper-responsive or hyper-sensitive to that. Um, at least that's what empaths are thought to be. And so then they resonate with those people's, other people's feelings because you get triggered by those events. Um, but then there's also people who lack the ability to feel empathy, who have an underactive mirror neurons um, happening there. And then um, this article is written by Dr. Judith Orloff, by the way. Orloff. Um, um, and then she also talks about how the brain and the heart generate electromagnetic fields and that these fields can help transmit information about people's thoughts and emotions. So if you're hypersensitive to this, um, she doesn't give like an exact reason how this would happen. It might just be like, it might be nature or nurture or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, when someone walks into a room, you literally feel those fields, those energies that they feel. Um, And it also talks about, this was interesting about how 
Empaths know well what happens to the earth and sun affects our state of mind and energy. So I think this kind of maybe goes past like seasonal depression or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like I know for me, I know, and this is probably a pretty common thing, but I know that like if I'm going to get something done, there needs to be sunlight. Like I'll I'll open the blinds in order for there to be sun or else I know that I'll just be like, like just sort of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but sunlight helps me be more productive than if it's dark outside because or else I just feel like I have this thing that I felt for a long time and I don't really know how to describe it, but it happens a lot when I go to the mall um, because I hate shopping for one because I don't know what I'm doing (laughs) and two, I think is partly because of the empath thing because there's just so many different energies going on there Mm -hmm. Um, and they'll talk about that, that there's when someone is super empathetic and doesn't know how to deal with it, they don't know how to separate their emotions from other people's emotions. So you take on all of it and then you start to shut down. And so whenever I'm shopping, I feel after a while, I feel my body start to shut down and it feels almost like I have on like this tight, like suit and I'm trying to like break out of it, but I can't. It's like, pressing down on me oh my god yeah so you don't, don't go shopping a whole lot not really not unless i have is that to. why you use aisles online yeah <laughs> yeah i used hy aisles online today it was great <laughs> um but yeah it just happens i do better by myself for whatever reason like i don't really love shopping with other people mm-hmm. because then i because i'm always thinking about other people i'm thinking about like what they want to do and where they want to and then so that's another layer yeah of things I do fine by myself and if I have a purpose, but if I'm just like milling around, then I'm just like, oh my God, I hate this. Yeah, this is the worst thing ever. I like, when I go shopping like that, like by myself, I like talk to myself, Mm -hmm. like out loud, like not loudly, but like if I'm shopping and I'm like looking at clothes, I'll be like, oh, that's really cute. And like saying it out loud. I don't, I don't, it probably has nothing to do with that, but just like, I I like to like. talk to myself a lot too. Yeah. I just like to get that like out I don't know mm-hmm. I don't like being stuck in my head so much when yeah. I'm shopping I think that's the thing that like always gets to me no, but that's true. about the like the energy fields and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff well I was gonna say there's one piece of advice that one of the um, I think it's called loner wolf the website that I got it from mm-hmm. and they say to literally like if you have a person who's kind of like known to like suck the energy out of your life and you can't really like get away from them or whatever it may be or you feel like they're about to like complain and you're not really ready for it to like imagine and visualize yourself in like an energetic like ball like Mm -hmm. there's a barrier between you and them and like that may have something to do with those energetic fields so like literally blocking those from like affecting you as much or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be so like thinking of yourself like in the in the little in the in little bubble a little bubble there you go I was gonna say a cage and I was like well don't think (laughs) of yourself in a cage cage. so in a bubble though and that like kind of helps protect your energy a little Mm -hmm. bit more so you're like whether that's just a mental thing because it could purely be just like what's that like a placebo kind of thing like you think it's working so so it is it does but yeah I had so last semester I had a friend who was just they were going through a lot of stuff so it wasn't necessarily their fault, but they just had, and I was very, very close to this friend, so that's mm-hmm. another layer to it, um, but they were just so, like, they just radiated negative vibes just all of the time, and I, one of my flaws is I'm a fixer, mm-hmm. and so I was 
obviously around her all the time, like trying to fix things, trying to do whatever. But there were a lot of times where I would find myself like after talking to her, just either like really angry or just really anxious or really whatever. And I would have to like literally sit there and be like and talk to myself and be like, this is not your energy. Yeah. Like this is not your energy. You've taken on someone else's energy and you have to figure out how to get back to your energy. Yeah. Um, whether that's meditation or just recognizing it or or like doing something that makes you feel better Mm -hmm. like whatever it may be I think that like really like working out or like journaling and stuff like that has helped me just like maintain my like higher vibes I guess Mm -hmm. I'll say but like so that vibrations we didn't talk about vibrations (laughs) Vibrations. you want to hear another hippy dippy thing we love to raise your vibrations guys (laughs) but like things like that like help me just like get in my own like good mindset so that when these negative people do kind of come in my life I'm like okay well I'm coming from a pace of love and like Mm -hmm. happiness so maybe I can just kind of like just let it go on to you a little bit but not letting it like take your own love and happiness like having that excess so that you can kind of share it with the world but like keeping your own does that make sense yeah yeah it's it's figuring out a balance between Because I don't think that I would want to not be as empathetic as I am. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, devoid of emotion or even, like, I don't even know. Because I don't know if, okay, like, I don't know what normal level of empathy is. Yeah. Because, like, this is just how I am. Um, But I don't know if I would want to be at that level. But sometimes it is kind of like, how do I maintain that while also maintaining like your who own. i am as a person yeah um, a big thing because i went to um the ACL, aclu institute over the summer we love the aclu yeah but it was like love an you. advocacy institute mm-hmm. for college age students and a big thing that they talked about was like taking care of yourself while mm-hmm. being an activist because i mean i think that's why i'm such a big activist because i do i feel all these pains that everyone else is feeling and I'm like fuck that we need to fix it like Mm -hmm. we need to make it better whatever and as soon as someone comes to me with a problem again I just like I'm like we need to fix it like we need to make it right and so a big thing they talked about is like making sure that you're taking your care of yourself too because you can't do the work that you want to do without like taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and without being in the right mindset for yourself as well like having that basis of that soul care and self is so important to like everything you do really because if you don't really know who you are like I mean that's okay but finding out who you are is like so empowering and can mm-hmm. help you in so many different ways so like that was a really cool thing to talk about because it is true I mean so many activists are super empathetic or else why would they, why would be, they care yeah, yeah why would they be fighting so hard for what they fight for even when it doesn't affect them mm-hmm. a lot of energies like vampires don't have to be people either mm-hmm. it can be anything in your life that just like drains you and while a lot of those things can be like mundane things like doing housework and stuff some things that you can't really get around doing figuring out those things that do kind of like suck your energy Mm -hmm. like finding your boundaries with Facebook and like Mm -hmm. like a lot of people who delete their social media like don't you have different types of energy I do have different types of energy vampires so I have six different types of energy vampires did you like that segue that was so good no that was good I was staring at my screen like how am I going to do this? Okay. I should I just have you be you. my segue co-host. I'm really good at it. So the first energy type of energy vampire, and this is all from lonerwolf.com. 
Um, the first energy vampire is called the victim vampire. So this kind of vampire preys off your guilt, and they believe that they are at the... <laughs> did you just text me back? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, they believe that they are at the mercy of the world and suffer primarily due to other people. So instead of taking um, self-responsibility for their lives, they continually blame, manipulate, and emotionally blackmail other people. And I think a big one that this brought to mind is when people... Like, a big pet peeve of mine is when people complain about something that they could easily like fix and they don't try to fix it and then they come to me like a second time with the same complaint and i'm like you know what i hate people who hate confrontation (laughs) because like that's what you're talking about like they could fix it but they don't want to yeah and if you hate confrontation, I don't hate you. I just hate that trait about you because I wish that you would stand up for yourself. Yeah. And I think as women, especially, like, yeah. we're taught to not do that. Yeah. And we're taught to, like, just kind of go with the flow, you know, whatever happens. Which yeah. is, like, a fine mindset. But if something's literally, like, hurting you, you should tell it to stop. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And that's, I think you can do it in a healthy way. You can be anti-confrontational in a healthy way. Yeah. Where it doesn't develop into sort of this victim mindset that you're talking about. But I've definitely had friends who don't want to, like, address a problem. And then the problem just grows. And then it's like, well, why does everything and everything hate me? Yeah. It's like, well, no, you just haven't done anything about it. And this is not victim blaming for people of real life. This is, like, emotional things that, like happened like situations it's like that small things that could easily be yeah. solved like a conflict with or a misunderstanding with a friend or yeah something like that. and then those things especially pile up to resentment mm-hmm. and then you just start to resent that person but that person doesn't know why you're doing that and then every time you hang out with them it's like this big chore to do about it and you're like why like this person just sucks but it's not that they suck all the time it's that this one thing happened a couple months ago and you just let it yeah keep happening because they don't understand a lot of times people don't understand what they're doing that's hurting you because it wouldn't hurt them so why would they think that it would hurt empathy comes in yeah so that's the victim um and it kind of gives like how to like take care of your energy when you're around these type of people so it's like to be aware of their self-pity cues so it could be the person's tendency to blame another person for their suffering or perhaps a description of how terrible their day was and it says to like not get involved in their self-pity like don't feed into it like sometimes things do suck and you have to be like Mm -hmm. yeah that fucking sucks that that happened to you but if they're fixable things like not that it should be your job to tell them how to fix it but maybe just be like well is there something that you can do to make that better and like try to limit like set those boundaries with those people like don't let them kind of come into your life every day and give some like what was me talk to you if that mm-hmm. really is like sucking your energy out like setting boundaries is an okay thing to do yeah even with your friends like there are definitely times when I'm like you know what I actually just like need to take my own time right now like can we just yeah. have a little bit it's like that twitter meme okay, okay so <laughs> I was gonna bring, bring this up yeah <laughs> so everyone made fun of that meme like not being available and I get it that is a that was a really shitty thing to say yeah like i I understand the sentiment and I think it's a good sentiment, but like the meme that went around, yeah. I was like, do you have any other friends you can reach out to? Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally, a big thing that I like to do, um, I actually on my, one of my episodes about setting boundaries, I talked about this, but like a big thing that I like to do just personally, and this is coming from being an empath too, is like, 
before I complain, I'm like, hey, do you have like time to listen to me right now? Mm. Like, are you like, can I rant here or whatever it may be? And sometimes there are definitely days when you just need to fucking rant. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a situation arises and you just need to get it out of your system. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's the victim. The victim. Vampire. I almost, I almost said narcissist. But <laughs> the next the one narcissist. is the narcissist vampire. So this Which we one, think we might have had in our lives. Yes, we've discovered men. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but a narcissist energy vampire has no capacity to show empathy or genuine interest towards other people. So they carry the philosophy of me first, you second, and they will continually expect them to put, expect you to put them first, feed their egos, do what they say, no matter what. Um, they'll kind of manipulate you with false charm. Oh my god. Madison's having a crisis right now. <laughs> uh, but they will just go around and stab you in the back. Um, but y- if you have one of these in your life, it says you may feel a sense of extreme dispowerment when you are with them and like that you can't amount up to anything they do. Yeah. One way to nurture your energy around this type of vampire is to show how your request may satisfy their self-interest. Mm-hmm. So like taking a spin on it and being like, well, actually, if you help me out with this or whatever it may be, that could, like, help you with this. And, like, putting it in their limelight, but also just, again, limiting your contact with them if it's really, like, really just draining you in everything that you do mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Or breaking the fuck up with them. Maybe. Or when they give you a red flag, being like, oh, <laughs> never mind, that's the universe telling me I need to go. <laughs> I feel like people like that can give me anxiety, too. Like, when you leave them and you're just so anxious. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of attached to it because it's like, what just happened to me? Yeah. And then, like, when you're done with them or you break up or whatever the hell, it's like you still have that weird attachment to them. And I think that's the charm. It's like... Mm -hmm. So the third one is the dominator vampire. These kind of vampires love to feel superior and, like, the alpha... That's me. Male or females or anything in between. I'm the alpha. You are the alpha? I am this vampire. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. You're not a vampire. We already... Why would we be talking about this? Wouldn't anyway. So so it's like due to their deep inner securities of being weak or wrong and therefore hurt, they overcompensate by intimidating you. So like posting a lot of things of them being happy and whatever it may be. Um... <laughs> I thought this was really funny, so I wanted to say this word for word for what they said. <laughs> Often dominator vampires are loud mouth types of people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But we are vampires. <laughs> but the rest of it is funny because they have, they says they often have rigid beliefs in black and white perceptions of the world. And it says they are often racist, sexist, homophobic, oh. and or bigoted. Okay, which we don't, is, we, don't we are that. none of those. We don't have that. But that makes sense. Like, yeah. I'm entitled to this. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to get it no matter what the fuck you say. Yeah. And you know what sucks about all these people that I just thought of? What? A lot of them, it's not really... Okay, so this is hard. <laughs> I am I was going to say it's not really their fault. It is their fault in a way. But a lot of these people were just like raised that way. Yeah. And it's so hard to figure out the line between like, Especially being someone that's very empathetic and, like, very understanding. It's very hard to, like, 
walk the fine line between like I understand why you feel that way and I can not empathize but maybe like I don't sympathize know. maybe but not even not even like that yeah it's like, just like I can it's more I just understand understand yeah I understand the origin of where this comes from of why you like feel like you need to drain the energy of people of why you feel entitled like and I'm always very interested in like why people are the way they are like mm-hmm. I want you to tell me your childhood and your life story because I want to know why you yeah. are the way you are um but then it's hard to find the line of okay yeah these were your circumstances these were your experiences but at what point are those not allowed to be excuses anymore yeah you know like at one point do you need to grow up and learn like yeah you were raised that way but that wasn't like the way you react to these things is not how you do that now or whatever it may be mm-hmm. I don't think that sentence made sense it made sense in my head and then when I spit it out it didn't make sense but yeah yeah and I'm not talking about like this is this is what triggered the thought in my head is like people that are racist and sexist and whatever mm-hmm. but obviously like I'm not excusing them at all um I think that that's obviously the worst yeah um but I do think that that's interesting. Yeah. One thing that it says to like nurture your energy is like to agree to disagree. So calm assertiveness with them and limiting your contact with them and realize that their attempt to scare you is sourced from their deep fear of being dominated and thus hurt, which is something that we just talked about, like understanding where they're coming from, yeah. not accepting that that reaction is the way to do it, but understanding like, okay, well, I get why, but like stop that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I felt a whole lot better about the world and myself once I learned to really like understand where people were coming from Mm -hmm. just because you take everything so personally like before you get that like you're like oh this is because of me this Mm -hmm. is whatever but as soon as you realize like oh maybe this person's picking on me because they're really insecure and they're this type of way or yeah whatever um and I hope that this doesn't come off as us just talking about how great we are and how bad everyone else is, Um, because that's not the case. But I do think that it's helpful to understand that everyone is just as broken and as confused with life as you are. Yeah. Um, So they're not coming at you because they hate you. It's because they're projecting something within themselves. Yeah. And I think that's something that, like, therapy really taught me, too. Because mm-hmm. I actually read a book. It's called The Four Agreements. I highly recommend it. It's, like, a really easy read. But it's about ugh, this one religion. I can't remember, like, the exact name of it. But the guy writes it, and he, like, grew up with this religion. And there's, like, four things that they follow by. And one is, like, don't take things personally. And I think really reading that and internalizing that, especially being a server, has, like, made me mm-hmm. live my life so much better because I'm, like – okay, I get it, they're mad about their food, but that's not something that I did. Like, they're not mad at me for that. They're mad because, you know, the food didn't turn out the way they wanted right. it to. So, like, accepting that and just trying to fix it and, like, understand that side of them is, like, an important thing to come about with any, like, energy sucker. Yeah. And even I, like, talk about a little bit, we'll talk about after we get out of these, but how, like, we ourselves can be energy suckers sometimes. Like, there's mm-hmm. never a time when you're not, like, sad and you go to your friend and rant that they're probably like, oh, yes, I love when Madison <laughs> rants to me, you know? There's probably definitely times when they're like, oh, I'm already, like... drama queen. <laughs> it's like, I'm already drained, and now, like, 
I've dealt Madison with this fucking problem because yeah. she's so incompetent, you know? Yeah, that's what I say all the time. Me too. Uh, so the fourth one is the melodra- melodramatic vampire. And so this is kind of like a drama queen. They thrive off creating problems. Um, they need constant drama as a product of an underlying emptiness in their lives, which is Yikes. really sad to think Yikes. about. Um, but they love seeking out crisis because it gives them a reason to feel victimized and thus special and in need of love and in need of fixing. Um, so in this kind of case, to protect your energy is like refuse to take sides or be involved in their pot stirring and just pay attention to what they're doing and any triggers that may make you want to get involved. So they're like, try to like kind of not obviously not all these are conscious things that people are doing it's just things that they've done and they just don't understand how that's hurting but they find a way to like get you involved but like to recognize when those things happen to be like you know what (laughs) I think you can do this on your own or like offering some little bit of advice or like prompting them to figure it out on their own is like a way to kind of get around this I really like to plant seeds in people or just like say something (laughs) where I know like I not to fix it, but I'll just say something. Like, I know you'll think about that later. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, like, figure it out. The, la- the fifth one is the judgmental vampire. Um, so due to their severely low <laughs> self-worth. This is so, like, <laughs> such a judgmental little thing. But it, they you they love to pick. Really on, <laughs> probably. But they love to pick on other people. Um, but it's merely a reflection of how they treat themselves. Deep. How to protect your energy. Remember that true self-worth must come with really wish I could talk from within yep what she said so reviews to take what anything they say personally oh my god really full circle here um and just be aware of their deeper campaign and like be aware of their deeper pain (laughs) and be compassionate with them as they're like talking through their problems use your mirror neurons and be compassionate with them yes just use them and then the sixth one the last one is the innocent vampire. So energy vampires aren't always malicious, um, as in the case with innocent vampires. Sometimes they can be helpless types of people who just genuinely need help, such as children. You know, mm-hmm. they're really draining on energy, but they don't know how to do anything else. Like they need help, or people <laughs> That's like. So funny to think of. I children know. are vampires. They're vampires. But or good friends who come and rely on you, and sometimes it's like. You know, I love to be needed. Like, I love when my friends come to me and are like, so, like, I need your advice on this. And I'm like, yeah, I'll offer it to you. I don't know if it's great, but here it is. But there's definitely those people that can sometimes just, like, cross into a little bit too much of that boundary. That's so hard. Yeah. Because I think so much of you, like, so much of you wants to help your friends and wants to like we said, we're both fixers, wants mm-hmm. to fix them, wants to be whatever. And so you do get it in your head like, oh, well, maybe like if I only do this da, 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 and I think that happens anytime that something tragic happens, people think like, well, what could I have done? Yeah. Um, Survivor guilt kind of thing. Yeah. And it's hard. You like logically know, oh, like I can't do anything about this. Like logically, you know that. But it's in in reality yeah like oh my gosh like what could I have done differently yeah I think that's another reason it's like I feel like I'm in therapy right now but I feel <laughs> like that's another reason why I stay sober a lot whenever I go out and drink with people because I mean it's somewhat of a control thing like I like being in control of who I am and like what I'm saying what I'm doing but also I'm like 
well, I want my friends to have fun and like I want them to get drunk and I don't want to worry about how they're going to get home or how I'm going to get home either. Like not just them, but like, so I'm like, I'll stay sober so I can drive everyone home and make sure everyone's safe. And that's like a thing that I just have put on myself and no one has ever been like, okay, you stay sober tonight so I can get a ride home. Like no one has ever said that to me. <laughs> it's just been like a thing. It's and I, I, in fact, a bunch of friends are always like, get drunk. Like we'll get an Uber. It's okay. And I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, I don't what want you have to pay. Yeah, I wouldn't want to waste your money. Like, that kind of shit. Anyway, that's all the different types of vampires. That's our list. That's our list. Um, just some things to, like, keep in mind if you're the energy vampire, because sometimes you can be. Just some, like, little advice. So one is, like, spend time thinking about how you interact with others, which I think people who are empaths do a lot. I think that... If someone's your friend, you probably, like, know what's going on for them with them. Mm-hmm. So you can sort of self-assess sometimes rather than sending that annoying meme that's like, I'm sorry, I make capacity right yeah. now. Um, I don't know. I know that no matter, even if I was at capacity, quote unquote, still, yeah. I would still be like, no, you are the most important thing to me right now. Yeah. And, like, I do mean it. Like, it's not even... Like a uh, fake. It's not even a martyr thing. It's like, no. Like, I will stay up as... L- I'm, I'm about to go to bed, but you text me, okay, not yeah, going to bed anymore. Yeah, like, what do you need? And uh-huh. it's also, like, I can't go to sleep if I know that you're, like, not going to be okay right now. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And there's also value to learning how to self-soothe. Yeah. And all of that. Like, learning how to not... I think that... I think that people add value to your life and people need people and things like that. But to some extent, I think it's good. And I'm still, I'm not saying this to be like holier than that. Like I still feel like I need to work on this too. It's just like not really needing people as much to help with your problems or whatnot is figuring out how to work through things some things on your own but also know when to ask for help yeah because it's like I mean people have important insights that you would never think of Mm -hmm. but I think I mean everyone can always work on like their self worth all that one of the things there is to practice self-care yeah and even more to practice like self-love too this says like reaching out to a therapist which I think everyone needs therapy and I get that's a super privileged thing to say yeah doesn't that suck yeah but I think that That's if you're so in a normal. college that offers, like, free therapy sessions, okay, true. take up on it. Okay, but you got to afford that college first. Yeah, that's, no, that's, I mean. Let's just yell about privilege. No, that's another episode. <laughs> anyway. I just, just want to yell about everything. Okay. I okay. mean, yeah. So, that's our episode. <laughs> like we said, we can all be energy suckers at some point yeah. or another. Because it's so hard to tell when you're, like, affecting someone else sometimes but just be aware of what you're doing yeah I think it's very healthy to have a good amount of just like Mm self-analysis not to the extent where you're spiraling out but just like as you were reading the the energy vampire things I was taking each of them and I was like does this apply just because not that I think that I am that way but I think that there's always value to really analyzing yourself and figuring out how can I do better growth mindset is so good everyone should have a growth mindset if you can condition your brain to do it 
because it's literally like, oh, this thing's wrong with me. Okay, let's yeah. fix it. And should we, we should close end this. it up? Yes, we should. All righty. Well, thank you, Elizabeth, for being here today. You're welcome. My biggest fan. You're welcome. Biggest fan. Follow me on Twitter at DUCrushes. Oh, shut um, the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the no, one. I'm just kidding. At Elizabeth Mini, except for I just went private because I'm in a school now and I don't want my students to find me. So I'll have to approve you. So just look out for that. You don't like Instagram. Do you want people to follow you on there though? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. I don't post anything, but you can follow me if you want. I really don't care. But if you want to, it's just my name. Everything is just my name. If you want to find me anywhere, it's just my name. It's just her name. I'll put it in the show notes. Elizabeth Minnie, M-E-N-N-E. <laughs> Not like Minnie Mouse. Um, you can follow me at loudmouthpod on Instagram. Um, email me. No one ever does. That's okay, though. If you want to, you should. do it. an email. It's loudmouthpod1 at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's our episode, baby. Baby. Like, comment, subscribe. Just kidding. Smash that you subscribe can, button. You can follow me. And honestly, if you really want to give me a quote-unquote comment, unless it's a bad one. If it's a bad one, I don't want it. But if you want to go to the review page on iTunes and review me, yeah, that's how I get known. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Elizabeth, for being here. Thanks for having me. Don't be an energy sucker vampire hasta luego okay i'm leaving bye <laughs> <laughs>